0: The It's Amanda. Very quickly before the episode, I want to remind you that we have a live show coming up this Saturday, June 9th, 2018 in New York City. It is going to be your opportunity to get exclusive merch, to see our faces in person, to meet some of the people who have guest starred on the show. It'll be an all new adventure that you are not going to hear anywhere else. And you can also meet up with other party people and say hello and put a face to a name. We are so excited. So please tell your friends and your family, everyone that you know, your coworkers your lunch lady, the guy at the bodega whose name you don't know, but who you order the same sandwich from every single day. You or your friends can get your tickets at bit.ly slash jointhepartylive and keep an eye on our Twitter at jointhepartypod for a link to the live stream. Alright, let's take it away. Last time on Join the Party.
1: The party explores the hidden workshop underneath the Coliseum and finds some documentation of Warforged from the mysterious Council of Bright. But, they hear somebody coming and the chest plate opens up with a mnemonic hiss, and a gnome with bright dyed red hair hops out and goes over to the chest. It's P-O-R-O, AKA Salmon. Salmon confesses that they stole one of the warforged exosuits to seem more interesting to the producers, but they weren't the ones who built this whole thing. The mud people find the party and pull them into the coliseum for a big, big fight. Johnny grabs the mic to ask Representative Brink why she would do all of this. I'm not doing this. This is the Coliseum. I don't, I can't control mud, are you kidding? These are just nice boots. Hey. Representative Brink throws her boots down to Inara, and she realizes these are just regular boots. But there's a secret compartment in the bottle. Inside, there's a vial of swirling magic mud.
0: I'm going to make eye contact with Johnny toss the mud jar up in the air and say, Blast it, baby.
1: Let's get ready to rumble and let's get the party started. All four of you land in another pile of mud. Whoa! Surprise! (laughs) Really?
2: Hold (laughs) up, wait. As I've never usual, mud in my I life. instantly press the digitate myself and my companions to clean ourselves off of the mud. <laughs> I'm
1: not saying. Okay, so this isn't the same mud as before. It's different. Oh,
2: it's different mud. Oh, guys. Oh, different mud.
0: oh, we're mud connoisseurs by now. I, I hold it up and I'm like, mm, it's interesting. The, the the patina on this mud really. <laughs> it doesn't
2: matter what kind of mud it is. The press the digitation cleans us <laughs> off, and we don't have to deal with that.
1: Well, at your feet, it's this is like muck. It's like you're walking around in a movie theater, and your feet are stuck to the floor. It's like that kind of sticky. Like you don't want to get it everywhere. And if you look down, the earthly muck is everywhere. It is just covered in this... It looks like a basement, like an actual basement of a really large house. There are support beams everywhere, but, and everything is just kind of like concrete. But you can't even see the concrete over the muck, and it's surrounding you completely. What's the
2: light situation? It's not great. Well then I'm gonna cast my four dancing lights friends, Eduardo, Bob, Janice, and Carl to uh, <laughs> illuminate this underground gross area. As you send the seven to
1: four lights out, they're, they spread out all around the room and they look for a purchase. The spots to make the most light is up near the ceiling and hanging from the ceiling are uh, like stalactites covered in muck. And as you look closer, the stalactites are some of the contestants that have been knocked out of the Bachelorette tournament. What? Is Kevin Vacation there?
0: Yeah. All he ever wanted?
1: Kevin Vacation is half covered, all in mud. He's hanging upside down, like kind of like a bat. <gasps> and uh, from his feet to like the middle of his torso is covered in this muck. Uh, you can see just the face of Sophie, who said she was there for not the right reasons. She was like a lizard folk from the beginning. And she's covered almost to her face. And you see Cruz with the bad catchphrases, who you guys thought were dead. He was just like covered up at his feet, creeping up his calves. You can see Alice is just as covered as Kevin is. And everyone appears to be unconscious, but you do feel like there's another presence in the room. And as you're looking around, you can also see that there are just some fully covered stalactites hanging from the ceiling. And as you're looking around, you get the feeling you're not the only thing in the room. And as you fall down and you all splat into the muck, you see a small tremble through your feet go out into the mud, and the entire room shudders. And then you see the mud ripple back into the darkness. And as the ripple from the other side of the room comes back to you, it starts to rise up like a wave. And out of that wave, you see one oversized hand rise up, composed completely of mud, and then another hand rises up composed of completely of mud, and they clap together like they're ready to grab one of you. And I want everyone to roll initiative. I did good this time, guys. I got a natural 20. Yay! 12. 17. Tight. All right. So, Tracy,
3: you rolled really well. Tracy starts loading some shells into his arm cannon, turns to salmon, looks at them, and says... Some are born warforged, some have warforged thrust upon them. Some decide to be a warforged as you know, a crime, I guess. I flip on my rage switch, but today you're gonna fight like a warforged. And I shoot my cannon at both of these muck monster hands.
1: That's the most anime shit I've ever heard in my entire life, and I wanna give you an inspiration point. Hey! Thank you. Alright. Make an attack roll. 19 plus 4 for 23
3: for my first attack? Yep, that hits. And that one whiffed a little bit for a seven. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you hit with the first one. Four plus six for 10 plus one plus two from a rage. So that's 13 damage. Okay. So
1: you fire the cannon into uh, the left hand and the bullets clap as it shoots through one of the arms and you go wide right for the other arm. It didn't look like it did that much. I'd say he did 13 points of damage, and if you did that to a a body, that would have hurt. But it just kind of like, it just happens. My goal is to just either keep them distracted or keep
3: them
2: far enough away from our squishier friends. Sounds good. Alright, Johnny, it's your turn. I'm gonna put on my Shades of the Arcane Eye Mm -hmm. and uh, send up an Arcane Eye up back to the Coliseum just to get a peek to see what's happening there. Okay, cool.
1: Yes. So as you send the eye up, the crowd is raucous and confused. The event that they were watching has gone totally haywire. But you see that the mud people are still kind of, like, running around trying to get everything together. They're preparing something. And Representative Brink is trying to, like, get the attention of one of them. And she just they just keep blowing by them. There's still a few of them surrounding the cage that the zoo cube was in. And then the head producer, the one with the black hat, looks up and sees the arcane eye. And then there's even more
2: movement from all of the mud people so in the mean whiles with my regular turn would you let me do an arcana check? sure do it 16 plus
1: 8. oh hell yeah good roll i would say that there is no source i think that you can, there's like magic energy flying all over the place Nothing is centralized. Mm-hmm. It's all just kind of flying all over the place, and this mud is unstable. So, the magic
2: is unstable in the room. If I turned on like a heat vision, for instance, yeah, I'm seeing the magic is just the mud is like a steady level of magic, and there's no like one spot that's like very red. It's like all orange.
1: Yes, but I would also say you would expect there to be a red spot, but it's like flying all over the place. Like, it's moving and it is not centralized.
2: Do So, am I also seeing any kind of magic on the stalagmites? Yes. Sure. I'm gonna test out uh, the resilience of these things with doing some Eldritch Blast. Pew, pew, pew! Alright. I'm gonna do uh, one Eldritch Blast at each of the thingamajigs. Alright, attack roll, please. 18... And 25. Yeah, both hit. Excellent. 10 to the lefty and 13 to the righty. Okay.
1: So just like what happened with Tracy, I think that you're leveling a good amount of damage, but like it doesn't look like it's doing that much. This thing it seems pretty resilient. Anara, it is your turn.
0: So I am still holding the decanter of holy water in my hands, and I am going to look up around me at the people suspended from the ceiling like creepy little bats, and say, all right, Mr. Sippy, let's do this one more time.
1: And the picture starts to bubble up like it's responding back to you.
0: So I'm going to point it toward Kevin Vacation.
2: Okay. Oh, Of all the options, there, Alice is there. Uh, there's like three Ambroses there. You choose Kevin Vacation, <laughs> the one that I shot down. He
0: is burning with a vengeance, and I want to unlock that. So I'm going to point the decanter at Kevin Vacation and say, let's geyser it.
1: The pitcher starts to rumble. I also This has, like, flowers on it. It's like oh, it's, yeah. it's like a nice decorative pitcher, and it starts to rumble. Oh, I'm being in. careful. I don't want to chip the porcelain. Yeah. And the ge- a geyser erupts from the mouth. How are you going to save Kevin Vacation from falling from the ceiling?
0: I'm going to dash over to him and catch him.
1: Okay. Um, make a dexterity roll. Make sure it's on there. I'm sure, because you're not doing sick flips.
0: I'm going to flip over. I'm going to oh. somersault over to him. Yeah, there you okay. go. Okay, then now you're going to do acrobatics. All right. Four plus nine for a 13.
1: Okay, so you shoot the geyser, and it slices through the mud at Kevin's feet, and then Kevin just starts to fall right from the ceiling. It, as you... Do cartwheels over? To, over uh, somersault, actually. You it's do somersault. way more
0: efficient in terms of tumbling and covering the ground between me and him.
1: As you tumble through the muck, you just can't hold on to Kevin Vacation. And um, like a sack of Bud Light Limes, he falls from the ceiling with a splat in the muck. Johnny subconsciously smiles. You run over to Kevin Vacation as you do it, and I guess you try to wake him up, and he does not wake up.
0: All right, Inara is going to shrug, uh, continue to hold the decanter (laughs) (laughs) and pull my shadow cowl up over my head. When I pull up the shadow cowl, I turn spectral, I become a ghost. And in this new form, I look down and my hands are demonic all of a sudden. They're scaly, they have long nails and they are tiefling hands, they're Kali's hands. But I am going to use my spectralness to shoot up through the hole in the ceiling from which we fell. And I'm going to try to talk to Representative Brink. So I'm invisible. I'm incorporeal. But I am able to be heard.
1: Okay. This has been pretty far. And I think that Kevin was like a little bit inside of the room. Like you're not directly underneath the hole anymore. Sure. So I think that like you can fly through wherever you're going. Yeah. And you're you're like making your way to get to Representative Brink.
0: Yeah. I can talk to her on my next turn. Yeah,
1: I do little like to say, actually, now that you're incorporeal, as you fly up, you're literally flying through the ground. Yeah. And on your way out, you notice that you see the outdoor bar to your right. So Salmon inside of the P-O-R-O suit, they say. Well, everything I know about Warforge I learned from you, Tracy. So I'm going to do my best. They, start, <laughs> they just start running right at the mud, uh, the mud hands and just try to do a flying tackle into it. And they say, for
3: robot
1: kind! a robot! And jump in a running
2: tackle. And they
1: try to grapple the mud hand.
2: Oh, that's going to certainly work out in their favor, I'm sure. For a fact, this will work out in their favor. They will be able to grapple this mud hand that has come out of the ground without a problem. I'm 100% sure of it. There's nothing in my mind that would say that this is a bad idea for this random person to do. Uh, well, here's the thing.
1: Salmon in, in their anime-ass mech suit. Uh, Is able to wrangle the mud hand What? uh, Just holding them down And I guess like there's still mud like covering them And like the fist is still trying to like surround them But it's like they're holding the Trying to hold two of the fingers like behind the hand And they're like doing their best to like hold it down
3: Let me tell you Tracy's heart's already big Gross three more sizes
0: Your food compactor is now half the size though Because you had to shrink it to compensate That's
1: fine Worth it So it's now the mud's turn and the left hand is now trying to fight the grapple off. Hot damn. All right, the, the mud is rolling very poorly and uh, P-O-R-O is kicking butt. I am so proud of my Warforge buddy. That, I'm a little
2: upset by all this, I'm not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> the left hand is still struggling against the robot and they're currently like stuck and grappled with each other. And the right hand is gonna try to slap at Tracy with an open hand. Bring it on. Well, I rolled a nat 20. That does not hit. <laughs> Weird. So I'm gonna roll for damage. <laughs> so I rolled 23 damage for that, but since you're raging, you get half. Would you say that you bludgeoned me? Uh, I would say that. I would. Say, I mean, it's bludgeoning damage, yeah. Cool. So what's half of 23? That I round number. up, so that's 12 damage to Tracy.
3: Yeah. Um, it's like a bruise. Tracy mistakes this for a high five and is like, "Cool, yeah." Here's
1: here's the thing that's worrisome, though. While P-O-R-O is grappling with the left hand, the mud that was holding Kevin up at the top of the ceiling then starts to shift itself. It coagulates and comes down off the ceiling and down the wall and goes back with a big muck puddle. And then a third hand rises up and then tries to grab the mech suit from grappling its mud hand friend. And now P-O-R-O is grappling two hands at the same time. Yeah. Just like, just like both of them. I've never
3: been prouder of anybody. I'm out of this team, and I'm now on Salmon's team.
0: <laughs> I It's do not... not even inspiration. This is just Salmon rolling really well. Yeah. I don't
1: like this. I still don't like Th- this. That next suit is very strong, guys. I cannot I cannot understate, overstate how strong this thing is. The Warforged suit is holding both thumbs. Like, it's thumb wrestling both at the same time. And it's winning. It's wild. Johnny. From your arcane eye Mm. you can tell that the cage from above is open oh Oh, great it's exactly what we need right now and Mm. they're pushing
2: the cube down into the hole Mm. fascinating so apparently puro and tracy can just hashtag handle it down here i want to misty step up there to prevent this from happening
1: uh okay um if you're going to go up there in the middle of like initiative Why don't you use your point of inspiration and roll a dexterity to see if you can stop the zoo cube from getting pushed down.
2: Got it. And a 19 plus 3. Boom, 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 boom. Alright, so how do you want to stop? I don't want to be near this thing, though. Oh, you can try to stop the cage. Oh, no, me, Michael. I don't (laughs) want to be near this thing. (laughs) Yeah, I would, if possible, you know when a cage door swings open, it needs like that area where it swings open to be unimpeded for it to swing open. I'd like to stand like right at the thing, <laughs> right at it. So like when it swings open, it just hits my body. And I'm like, nah. Are you just Johnny doorstop? I'm Johnny doorstop because I'm not messing with that. Johnny B. Doorstop. I will take the damage of that.
0: Johnny B doorstop. Stop.
2: <laughs> okay, now here's the thing, Johnny.
1: This is your first good look of the zoo cube. This ooze is
2: twice the size of chat. It oh, is not bad. huge. It, this it's just like it's human size. <laughs> it's yeah, too- I'm sorry. What do you mean it's twice the size of Chad? What does <laughs> that mean? That's weird. It's
0: weird to choose
3: a
2: random why would you human choose, to yeah, measure. Like, hold on. Measure I don't understand this. Measure your ooze this. in
0: humans? That's this like,
1: very why would you like do you a 10-foot
3: human size cube. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a
1: 15-by-15-foot 15 15 cube.
2: Oh. <laughs> and, it's
1: oo- and there's oh. ooze is just like undulating from all sides. And when you stop the door to the cage. It ripples. It does ripple. <laughs> and the ooze like jealous. ripples back and there are the claws and angry face of a giant badger snarling at you. Cool.
0: Eric, what's the smell situation? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not great. And the the badger's going to try to snap at you through the bars of the cage. Sure. But I'm going to give a disadvantage because it's in a cage. you get hit nine?
2: No, I got into 13 armor class. Okay.
1: So the badger tries to swipe at you with its claws, and it gets stuck in the bars, and then it tries to snap at you with its terrible, terrible, gross jaws, and it just, again, it gets caught in between the bars. But this one is very close to you. You can smell it.
2: I'm disgusted by it. I don't like badgers, I don't think. Badgers live in the dark. Johnny's not, like, a huge fan of that. A bunch of mud people notice that you're around,
1: and now I've added the mud men to initiative. Cool. We're going back to Tracy. Yo, that's me.
3: I'm going to take my great axe, scream loudly, and go into battle with my salmon friend. What does it sound like when you scream loudly? It sounds like I feel great. And then I'm gonna take a big swing with my great axe at the one on the left that he's arm wrestling, thumb wrestling. Ten plus three plus two for fifteen. Yeah, that hits. Great. Not much,
1: but three plus three plus two, so eight damage. Yeah, you do eight damage. Um, you take a swing, and much like you would expect a sharp thing to go through a pile of mud, you make a slice in the side, and then more mud just kind of fills in where the slice happened. Cool. P-O-R-O is holding both of them up while you're kind of, like, hacking at the side. Yeah. I like that. So, Johnny... The mud people notice where you were, Yes. and uh, their initiative goes before yours. Excellent. So two of the mud people just kind of run at you, try to body slam you down to the ground. Mm. And one of them got an 8, and one of them got a 13. What's your AC? 13. Okay. So one of them just whiffs you entirely, and the other one finally gets to put its whole muddy self on you, but only does five damage. Um, The mud itself is unstable. It's like instead of getting hit with a full snowball, it's like it's starting to just like crumble Mm. around you. They're not holding together at all. Gross. And the third mud person is trying to get around you to open up the cage and is going to try to shove you out of the way. So uh, I got a uh, a four. (laughs) And uh, these things, they're just not solid enough to get you out of the way. And now it's Johnny's turn. So
2: you would say that these creatures are in front of me basically. Which
1: creatures, the mud people?
2: The mud people. Yes, I would. Excellent. I'm going to cast burning hands on them, uh, which is a nice little cone of fire oh coming my from God. my hands. Okay, so they all need a, what are they doing? They are doing a 15 spell save DC. I am like passive as much with the cube as possible. I don't want to mess with the cube. The cubes are our friends. friends,
0: not
1: food. You yeah. don't want to badger the badger? You. Exactly. So. All right, I got a, th- a 19, a 13,
2: and a 5. So, a creature takes 3d6 damage on a failed save and half as much on a success. All right, but so why did you roll this? And then I get to add charisma because fire or radiant. Jesus. 10, 14, so 17 damage to the guy who rolled uh, 13 and to the guy who rolled 5. And then it's round down, so it's 8 damage to the guy who rolled 9. Okay.
1: I would say the two that failed their save, when you blast them with fire, like they're in a kiln. Like, they turn into, uh... Oh,
2: they turn into figurines and I can keep it? They become statues?
1: They do, they become statues. How big Statue are they? Can I have one? <gasps> they are the side? No, they are your, your size. Oh. But I Ooh, will say they when, <laughs> when they turn into clay, they also start to sparkle. And Ooh. they have the red and the yellow and the green and the blue... And they start to look like the rocks that you guys got. My wonder senses
2: are <laughs> uh,
1: are happening. <laughs> but the other, the other mud person got out of the way enough from your cone and only got like a little bit. So there's like one arm that's terracotta Ooh, with the nice. sparkle. Yeah. And it looks like a nice accessory piece. But
2: and it's, it's still it, coming at you. I'm going to maintain my position, which I know is in the way, it, like I'm still in harm's reach of the badger. Sure. But... Representative, you want to come and help me, or are you just gonna stand there while your citizens uh,
1: are fleeing terror? The representative is over by the purple chair, and is trying to like push it over, or like looking underneath it and around it. She's like looking for something on the ground. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure something out. I my people are fine, thank you.
2: Okay. Um, just so you know, the contestants that didn't make it are like hanging, dying down there. And the mud's just completely taken over. So hopefully you can, like, take control of the situation. Um. And think of the kids when you're done with all this, (laughs) because we need proper literacy programs so that this wouldn't happen and they could be entertained by things that aren't Colosseum fights. Wait, they're down. Where are they? You know that hole that just appeared there? Yeah. Yeah, so there's apparently this whole dungeon thing, and they're just hanging out, literally. I hate that. Uh, Me too. That's why I got out of there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's Nara's turn.
0: I am going to continue my flight up through this passageway and go over to Brinks and say, "Uh, hey, representative, it's it's me, and R. You can't see me. I'm a ghost. I'm here, though. What? What are you looking for?"
1: What? Good. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I can deal with mud people, but there are ghosts around here too. I can't. No. 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 You're dead. No, what no, no, is no, happening? No.
0: Just, just, just for a minute. See, and then I'm gonna briefly flicker from audible to visible and just wave at her for a second, and then... <laughs> ah, there's a devil! There's a devil who's trying to talk to me! I'm going to flip back to Audible. No, no, it's it's me. It's a long story. Just It's, it's like, just temporary. But wh- What are you looking for? How do we stop this?
1: I, um... So, like, when you... Uh, brrr, oh, okay, I'm talking to a devil. I'm talking to a devil. It's fine. It's an art. It's an art. It's an art. She's cute. It's an art. Okay. Inara um, blushes fiercely, invisibly. <laughs> but no one can see. <laughs> Okay. or do you just see the red there's ethereal like you redness. Just see the, the air
0: heats up slightly
1: there's the way there's a way to call when you called people up into the purple chair there was a way to that they came up from the ground and I don't know where it is I, it's like a secret there's like a secret around here um, it was like it was like a shoot and I, I can't figure it out it must be sealed over by the mud
0: Can I roll investigation to see if I notice anything out of sorts? Sure. Big money, big money.
1: Ten. Uh, Okay. There's a crease, like, right behind the purple chair, but you don't know if that's, like, just for, like, part of the arch that they've made for it, or if it's a secret passage.
0: Uh, I see something behind the chair, and I'm going to flip the picture, point it toward the floor, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and say geyser.
1: Uh, the water shoots out of the pitcher again and it like pushes a lot of caked over mud that was like painted over. And uh, as it blasts through, it's like there's a tunnel leading down and then a sharp right.
2: It's funny because all the representative sees is water just appear out of thin air. Yeah, Yes. It's, yes. Terr- it it's like you see like the top of like a pitcher and then it's just like. Tsh-
0: I need to go back and check on my friends. So I'll just say to her. Alright, go figure it out, try to bring some help up in here I, I don't know what's happening with the mud But we have to rescue these contestants So I'll, I'll see you down there in
1: the dungeon Okay, bye, ghost, devil, Anara uh...
0: I am going to fly back down the passageway Casting a worried glance over at Johnny as I do so And use one hand to take the shadow cowl back down As soon as I touch the ground Hi, it's Amanda. Do you ever see somebody on the street or at the mall and think, damn, you are absolutely rocking it today? And as you walk toward one another, you think to yourself, oh my God, do I say something? Do I not? Wouldn't that be weird? I don't know. But then you decide, you know what? Life is short. Kindness is always welcome. And so you compliment that stranger and their face lights up. That was the perfect thing to say and they really needed it today. This is that feeling. Your eyebrows are absolutely killer. Welcome to our newest patrons, Michael, Alicia, Podfather David, Caitlin, Sarah, Alex, Zoe, Lloyd, Alyssa, Cody, Chemacult, and Sarah, who upped their pledge. You are a late spring garden with huge, colorful flowers that don't set off anyone's allergies somehow. So good. This week on our patron-only Discord and Snapchat group, we are celebrating pride. We got selfies, we got kitten photos, we got recipes for incredible lemon-glazed tea loaves. You too can show off your pets and meals and crafts by pledging as little as $1 at patreon.com jointhepartypod. Your support is what lets us keep doing the show, period. We couldn't do this without you. And speaking of pride, we have some very queer new merch. You can get Be Gay and Do Crimes swag in shirt form, tank top form, notebook form, even tote bag form. And, you know, we love tote bags. It's never been a better time to let everybody know that your alignment is chaotic queer. So head on over to jointhepartypod.com merch to get some of your own. We are sponsored this week by 20-sided store in Brooklyn, New York, whose co-owner Lauren Belanco is our resident master dungeon master. Every month, we bring her one of our listeners' questions about games and GMing. Today, the question is, one of my players really wants to play a homebrew class that they found online, but it's way overpowered and broken. How do I keep things balanced without beating up the fun? Lauren says, I had a DM that used to always say, trust me with your fun. D&D is about creativity, and rules are actually in place to help guide that creativity. A homebrew character can be awesome when it's created with a specific home campaign in mind. But taking one from someone else's campaign and putting it in yours can be challenging. So work closely with your player to create a character from scratch. Ask them to think about the top two ability stats and top two skills that they want. From there, you can reskin any race and class in the handbook to create a homebrew that's appropriate to your campaign. Thank you, Master Dungeon Master. Head on over to 20sidedstore.com, that's the word 20sidedstore.com, or visit them in person in Brooklyn, New York. Either way, you can use our discount code JOIN THE PARTY for 20% off. So head on over to 20sidedstore.com and use join the party, all one word. Now, let's get back to the show.
1: All right, we're back to Salmon. Salmon is <laughs> he's going to, has to try to grapple the mud hands. Yeah, Sam <laughs> wildly, the gnome in the Warforge suit just still is holding on to these two mud hands. It's crazy. This is the greatest battle Tracy's ever been a part of. It's great. And then the mud, one of the hands is going to try to grapple them back. The left hand that you guys started with finally gets a hand around P.O.R.O. and crushes them in the grasp. The mud around it starts to cover the mech suit, and it starts to pull the mech suit down. Salmon! I forge as best as I can! Tracy, both of the other two mud hands try to slap at you, and the first time the mud felt like an entire wall was hitting you. And at these times, as the hands try to hit you, it wobbles for a second, and you just like pass through. I think Tracy's taken it back. Back up on the surface, S- surface world, in surface world, the mm-hmm. cube is gonna try to turn itself over.
2: Ah, good. Aww. Let's see what new, new, fresh uh, hell. Do oh, you roll a G6 time.
1: to see which animal is front face up now? Well, I gonna try.
2: He has to do it to
1: himself. Um,
2: I feel bad for this creature. That's why I don't want to like fight it. <laughs> I-, I was about to do a.
1: The the cube's trying to turn itself over as it's action, and it can't. And the badger just kind of like, it's just like clawing at the... I'm picturing
0: a little turtle on its back with the legs are too it's small. Still, yeah, it's
1: definitely similar.
3: This
2: is an unfortunate creature. It's is so the sad. animal on top an upside-down turtle? <laughs> Roll for upside-down turtle. <laughs> creature, as soon as this is over, we will find a way to make sure you are free and lessen gross pain. And the uh, badger just claws at the, at the cage and goes... <laughs> I uh, toss it an apple.
1: It it eats it and then goes. (sighs)
2: Okay, that's fine.
1: Uh, It is Tracy's turn again. I am going to dash over to Salmon and
3: try to grapple the hand away, try to, like, pry them apart. Sure. So the grapple,
1: it's a strength contest. Great.
3: (laughs) Well, that's a
1: natural 20. Oh, my God.
3: Because Tracy is so inspired by this battle that he is not going to let Sam and be taken by some mud creature.
1: God, I rolled really high. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, Tracy, what does it look like pulling your robot friend out of the out of the mud? Heroic as hell. Can you? <laughs> do you want to give me a little more? <laughs> <laughs> so descriptive.
0: I feel like I'm it's, there. It's just like it's tight heroic. as hell. <laughs> Looks at that.
3: I think this is the most in control Tracy's ever felt in his rage mode i don't think he's in control in any means but this is the most dire need that he's needed to attend to so he sheathes his great axe dashes over as fast as possible to the mud hand and uses all of his might to pry each finger off of salmon and then sort of like uses the side of his elbow to push him out of the way uh, while he's still grappling with the hand but i love that
1: that's great heroically it was very heroic, and everyone's like, oh, wow. But it's just salmon. <laughs> so salmon's just like, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Beep, boop. I, I thank you so much. But it's the mud's turn again. All three of the hands back up and dive into the uh, muck all around them. And it comes out looking like a hive with shards on three different ones of these hives. Like a beehive? Situation? It looks like, yeah, it looks like a beehive crossed with a mace. That is scary as hell. Yeah. So I need you and uh, Salmon are going to make dexterity saving throws. Uh, I want everyone to
3: remember how heroic I was last turn. You were so heroic. <laughs> okay. Okay. So and how How well I rolled last
2: time.
0: And, and I'm very sure well. nothing you Picture that in your head. That's well. all I'm picturing. There's Just, that's what we'll remember you by.
3: Remember? Yeah. and Because uh, I got a, uh, a crit, crit fail. Oh, no, bud. Crit fail.
1: Here's the thing. Salmon also did very poorly oh. and rolled a four. So If we do something, we're going to do it together. <laughs> yeah, The hives like, explode, and the shards shoot towards the two uh, warforged. Salmon takes 12 points of damage, and Tracy, you're going to take 27 points of damage. Ooh, uh, Piercing. Mama. Piercing, thank you. So it's halved. Cause it's I'm halved, rage. 27. So you're taking 13 points of damage. Thank you. Uh, problem. It tickled. Anara, uh, I would also say that the mud that's covering the other contestants, like you're seeing it starting to creep down. So like Sophie's face is totally covered. And the more recent one like Cruz is starting to like creep farther down his legs. And of course they're passed out so they don't notice. And also the three other ones that are on the forest wall that are totally covered in mud, they're starting to color red and yellow and blue and green. Okay. Johnny, it is your turn. There's more mud people swarming towards you. Oh good. And if you really wanted to see the head producer The head producer is also moving towards you. If you want to make your final stand, that's fine. That's great TV for me, but let's make sure it's going to the right side. God, what a dick. You already did what you had to do. You destroyed the heart. Can you just finish this? What do you mean I destroyed the heart? What do you think? You think that this 27-year-old is controlling a millennia-old power? You're crazy. All of you are so stupid, and
2: you're ruining my show! Well, I'm sorry that I ruined your show. You're just ruining people's lives. And the lives of the many children who could be reading instead of watching this drivel. There are no children who need to read! We have figured out that in Tortopolis! Our literacy rate
1: is very high! The Council of Bright is not going to stand for you
2: running all over their plans. Uh, For a bright council, you look a little uh, muddy there. And I'm going to... (laughs) (laughs) I want to scream. Your DM wants to scream at you. I'm so angry. (laughs) So I'm going to use prestidigitation to create an illusory fire that looks similar to exactly how the burning hands before uh, looked like in my hands. And I'm going to say, if you think that I can only spit verbal fire, you should stand down and just tell me what's going on and how to prevent all those people you have trapped down there from dying.
1: I'll give you deception with advantage. 13. The head producer says, okay, hold on. Oh, hold on. And okay. I'm holding the fire. Hold on. Everyone take a step back. Don't Let's not do anything kiln hasty. uh, Everything's falling down anyway, fine. What do you, what's your
2: problem? What do you mean I destroyed the heart, and what do you mean everything's falling down? That (laughs) kept everything going.
1: We kept it, it, there was a, the heart of the mud is hidden in the boots. The boots were supposed to make people, whoever wore them, was supposed to make them think that they could control this terrible evil power, but really it was just us the entire time. We finally pulled one over on those heroes, and we've been able to stay for this long. You're like the worst villains I've ever heard of. We're not. We're not. If you think that making the whole world better than these stupid city states is the evil find, then I guess we're the villains then. No, you said city it, not states. me.
2: You said it, not me. There
1: we go. City State Oh okay, fine. Yeah. So where does all everything's gonna fall apart in like two minutes? And that's fine. We're all die. They're all die. It's fine for me. Everything's gonna fall apart. The mud downstairs is just gonna destroy everything. All of the mud that's holding this whole coliseum together is gonna fall apart. Arch spire hideaway is going to stay where it is. But everything else, fine. If you want it like this, you can have Tortopolis. But
2: you can have the ruins. Great. Sounds good to me. By the way, do you know where Alonzo is? Yeah. He's covered by, yeah, he's in the mud.
1: Hmm. We're mud people. What did you think, where do you think he was?
2: So what kind of, like, motivated you to get into television? I know it's like a very distinct, uh, uh, very distinct uh, career choice. Well, it all started when I
1: uh, first saw. Uh, Wheel
2: of fortune on television. Oh, totally.
1: It's controlling governments. That's what it is. Oh, that's a
2: shame. I yeah, I was totally on board with that Wheel of Fortune thing. Well, it's been. A, well, I would say it's been a pleasure, but it hasn't. I then turn that press digitation of a fire into a real fire and cast burning hands on all of the friendos cool. that I've made there. You just toast them all. Before the producer's hat gets uh, toasted, I'd like to pluck it off its head. And put it on top of my sun hat. So I'm wearing a double hat right now.
1: You have a black beret on
2: top of a sun hat? Ooh, yes. That's it's good. fancy. I'm gonna secure the cage door so it stays closed. Sure. It's been a pleasure, Badger. And I'm gonna run off to the precipice of the hole and yell down Guys, we need to get everyone to Archspire Hideaway immediately. Everything's gonna collapse and, like, no. We gotta help these people out. They're hanging up on the ceiling. Yeah, I know, but I I can't... I literally can't get back down there. Just
1: go. We'll get it. Johnny, as you call in there, you hear clapping. And then, Johnny, you hear over the PA system.
3: The council will judge you all. It will come for you. And you cannot stop it. We kill where we wish and none dare resist. Our armies dredge the lands to our liking, and those who oppose us are not in the world today. We laid in wait... But we are ready to rise again. We are ready and strong, strong, strong.
1: <laughs> and there's like maniacal laughing then happening. And it's like someone then takes the microphone away. It's no Odo. No. And she speaks over and she says, Johnny, Johnny, we're here for you. If you just say the code word and we can get everybody out. We just want your guidance. We have what you need.
2: How do I know you're not with the council?
1: Johnny, I offered to help you the first time. If we can't find the undying light to light our way, what do we have?
2: Your terms are awful. You should hire a contract lawyer.
1: That's you. We need you.
2: I really don't like papayas.
1: All right. We'll take it. The sound of a a microphone just being dropped. And it's just like, it's just static over the PA system while this is happening and the the voice over the pa system is shouted like everyone starts to clear out of the colosseum it's like chaos out there like people are running over each other there's like a stampede just forcing their way to the exits
2: remember to tip your waiter make sure you let the elderly out first don't don't panic everything's going to be fine just just go to you know not here just get get out just right. get out of here. All right, it's, and I'm gonna walk towards where the chair was, but not go down that tunnel yet. Sure. Okay, it's Anara's turn.
0: I am going to turn the decanter toward the three fully encased people who are about to ossify, and try to geyser them from the feet to cut them off the ceiling.
1: Okay. Why don't you roll a dexterity roll, and depending, I'll see how many of them you hit with one geyser shot. All right. And I'm gonna. I'm also gonna roll.
0: 17 plus 6 plus 3 for 26. Holy
1: shit. Okay, yeah, you knock them all down. What does it look like when you shoot all three of these?
0: Uh, you know how when in action movies people have this, like, slow-mo ripple of firing a machine gun and, like, all their arm and shoulder muscles are rippling, but in a, like, sexy way? Um, <laughs> it's that. And I'm making a what I hope is, like, a like a fearsome but still sort of compelling sexy face.
1: Yeah, you shoot down all three. The one on the left and the one in the middle crash to the ground, and they shatter. And there's just, like, pieces of rock and mud, and you can't really tell what was in there in the first place, but they're just shattered. So, so this, no people inside. You don't see any people inside, now. Or they've been fully... Yeah. The third one drops to the ground, and the top shatters, and you see a very recognizable flop of black hair and it's your friend, Alonzo.
2: You think we forgot about him, but Chaboy Alonzo's back. Brat, brat, Oatcake okay, is going to
0: bound over to him and start licking his face. <laughs> Make
2: an animal handling check. Thirteen.
1: Okay. That's important for what I'm about to do. It's just Alonzo's face that's revealed when the stalactite fell to the ground. And even though Oatcake is trying to uh, lick his face, he doesn't wake up.
0: I'm going to leave her to do that, and I, I want to try to keep the picture going, so I'm going to look at it and say, Mr. Sippy, I need a flood.
1: Okay. I'll give you that you've imprinted on it, flood, and I assume that flood is just like go until you say stop. Yes. Okay. So that's going to be your third power word for Mr. Sippy. Okay. Tight. I love that. It's Salmon's Stern. Salmon. Salmon is just gonna try to punch more of the mud and just trying to do some damage, Uh, and it's just like truly, it's like punching mud. You're just like making splashes go up, and the ripples and the the muck itself is like starting to unform. So it's like even less corporeal than it was before. It's like you're trying to stomp in a puddle at this point. They're just trying to splash it out. Uh, It's now the mud's turn. Tracy's so proud. And now six hands emerge from the muck, and they are unhappy with everybody around. So it's gonna be two to all of you. It's gonna be two to Anara, two to Tracy, and two to Salmon. let start with Tracy. All right, I rolled a nat 20 and an 18. Doesn't hit either one of them. Great, so, so uh, that's gonna be 28 damage, but he took 14. And now you're gonna take just three more.
3: Okay, this one
1: uh, was a little bit more than a Bruce.
2: What's your health at? 17.
1: Oh, that's not great. Salmon took six damage. Anar, you're going to take. You got hit once. You take six damage. Okay. But you have that dodge, right?
0: I do. I have uncanny dodge. So you
1: only take three damage? Yes. So for all of these, it's like the hands are just flailing wildly. Like they're not trying to grab anyone anymore. They're just trying to hurt you as you're on your way out. Mr. So Slappy. All of these are like waves. <laughs> all these are like mud waves like you're in the ocean and the waves are breaking over you at this point so tracy you got hit with the brunt of like some very large waves salmon slash poro got out of the way of one of them but then got hit by another and anara i don't know if you have some experience jumping through waves but it's just like you you're like at jones beach and you just jump through it and uh gracefully at your feet thank you uh, the zoo cube, all the beasts inside of it are trying to push against the cage, and it just can't break out. At this point, you see that near around where Alonzo fell, you see a, another trap door above you open up, and you see Representative Brink pokes her head down. It says, I did not know this was in here. This is disgusting. Come here. We, we need help. These
0: people are getting consumed by the mud, and Alonzo, I don't know if he's waking up or not. That that oh that's Alonzo, that's our friend. He's he's really nice. We gotta save him like right now.
1: Uh, okay, I mean I have a lot of other people here with me, and like all of the people who are from the from the bachelor tournament are like sticking their heads in. Chad then like fills up the entire space and is like, hey guys, I am a human. I have an axe and a sword. I can help you fight. Tracy yells, Today you're all more
0: And the person to save the most fellow contestants wins. (laughs) Uh, Let's go, people. Cut them down. Bring them up.
1: Chad, like, slurps his way (laughs) through through there and just, like, Like lands with a splat. You don't do that? Everyone gets a hand on the ball here. Chad, like, grabs people as they jump down from the top and they try to pull people down through the mud. The entire time reparative Brinks is trying to just, like, apologize. As everyone gets pulled off the ceiling, more hands in the muck start to form. And just, like, they're trying to go at people, but it's, like, it's just watery at this point and unformed and uh, it's glitchy. Um, Misha as an Coker flies up and pulls people off the ceiling and cradles Alice as they fly them back down to the ground. All of the Ambroses work together to get the other Ambroses off the ceiling. Chad is... Keeps trying to help ever Chad can, but of course, an ooze does not do well in the mud. There's a triple-tied, like, knotted thick rope that's hanging from the escape hatch in the ceiling, like, giving people handholds. And you can see Autumn's extremely long hair dangling down as uh, she puts her hand out to pull people inside of Archspire Hideaway.
0: As that's happening, I'm also going to activate the flood mechanism, this new trick that I've taught my holy water decanter.
1: Yeah, as the water starts to flood out, the mucky hands are just starting to dissolve into it. As these hands are dissolving and, and
3: slightly unforming, me and Salmon and Schultz has joined us. We are just chopping away at these hands, heroically stopping their advance from the rest of the contestants as they escape.
2: Equally as a heroically, Johnny has now made his way through the tunnel and into the spire Highway to the bar and is uh, fixing enough drinks to help fortify those who have just gone through this experience. You know, he's making everyone some mulled wine buckets. And as people start queuing back into the mansion from the dungeon, I'm handing them their heat-resistant uh, wine bucket and those who are still muddied directing them into the pool to clean off. Sure. as you clean try to get people into the actual pool, the water does not clean them off. Seeing that it doesn't work, I'm going to drain the pool so that they at least have a place to triage and hang out and hypothetically one day when Anar gets back, she can fill it up with water. Has Alonzo made it back? Is has he been escorted up? Yeah, here? they've they've like hand over handed
1: everybody who's covered in mud and I think that Alonzo is last because like they don't nobody knows who this guy is the water below is really starting to fill up this whole cavern. And every so often you see like a mud hand reach out and um, try to like gasp its way out of the water. And I think everyone has made it back into Spire Hideaway and you guys are hanging out around the pool.
0: I'm not hanging out, I'm springing into action. And I'm going to turn the decanter on its side so that the flood function continues to fill now this empty pool. And people who are encased in mud, we can dip them into the pool. And try to start dissolving that that encased mud to get them freed.
1: I like it. I think that as people, certain people start to wake up, they're groggy, but they're definitely still like aware. When Kevin wakes up, he's like, "Oh man, that was such a great party. I missed all of you. What happened? Did I win? Did I win the game?" Yes, Kevin, you you won. Um, you dunk Cruz in, and Cruz wakes up and looks at you and says. <laughs> Did I do that?
0: <laughs> Cruz, no, you didn't
1: do that. You're, you're safe now.
0: And, okay, he's looking at everybody's faces who are still not yet awake. I like the think that she picks up an apple and places it in Cruz's mouth so
1: that he can't talk anymore. <laughs> well, I think and you get Alonzo in the pool last and all of the mud that, the, that was hardening around him in the red and the blue and the yellow and the green that was shim- is shimmering off, it's like it, it glittered off of him. And... of. Uh, As Alonzo wakes up, like, he's water. He's soaked. But you can see he has, like, battle gear on. Like, he looks dressed like a soldier, Uh, an archer for that. Like, he has the the Fletcher's mitt. His quiver of arrows is still on his back. And he looks like he's an adventurer, just like you guys. And he finally wakes up, and he he sits up in the pool, and he splashes around and says, I am the champion, and I can take care of all... What? Where? Where am I? Tracy, Johnny, Ana, who are? Why are? Why are we here?
3: It's okay. You're safe. Just we have you now.
0: There was uh, okay. So there's a caravan. There's quicksand. That we fell a long time. There was a, a, a cube full of, of animals. There was a, a calcium full of mud. There's a house. There's a weird gym. You get really aggressive. Lots of bars. Lots of mud. Lots of other people. And we're on a TV show. And uh, I definitely was going to win until I sacrificed myself for you, Lonzo. So uh, what happened to you?
1: I, I don't know. I, I, I rode all the way here. And I, I came to Tortopolis. And... I guess then there were these mud things, and they were going towards me, and then my medallion glowed, and then there was fire, and that's all I remember, and as Alonzo is telling this story, his medallion then starts to glow again, and it's starting to turn and shift and spin like you guys saw at the wedding the first time, and as the medallion, it glows and spins and spins and spins. Around you, you see the mud people coming out of different rooms in the mansion, stomping in a line. And then they're in three lines of ten, thirty mud people are standing in front of Alonzo and the pool. And they don't move. And then Alonzo says... Um Everybody sit and all the mud people sit. <laughs> Join the Party is brought to you by Brandon Grugel, Amanda McLaughlin, Michael Fichet, and me, Eric Silver. I am your host and game master. Brandon edits, mixes, and scores the show. Amanda manages our community and our digital life. And Michael archives, manual checks, and cartographs our world. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Connor McLaughlin, Julia Schifini,
2: and Hetty Hunt. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish The After Party, where we sit down to discuss what just happened and learn what could have happened. Send us your questions anytime.
3: Join our community online by following at JoinThePartyPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got every episode up on our website, JoinThePartyPod.com. And you can email us questions or stories anytime at hello at JoinThePartyPod.com.
0: If you're enjoying this ride as much as we are, help the show out by subscribing to us in iTunes and leaving a quick rating. For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. Just a few dollars will get you access to drawings, character backstories, bloopers, and so much more at patreon.com slash pod.
1: We'll see you in two weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.